This is Fresh Air. I'm Dave Davey, senior writer for the Philadelphia Daily News, filling in for Terry Gross. The first full term of the Supreme Court led by Chief Justice John Roberts ended last week, and its more conservative cast was reflected in a series of five to four decisions on a broad range of legal issues, from school desegregation to antitrust law. Our guest today is Linda Greenhouse, who's covered the court for the New York Times for most of the last three decades. Among her many journalistic awards is the 1998 Pulitzer Prize for Beat Reporting. Well, Linda Greenhouse, welcome back to Fresh Air. Uh, Most of us expected this to be a more conservative Supreme Court. Is it about what we expected? Yes, I think, as, as, as I wrote in the paper on Sunday, it's the court that conservatives had longed for and that liberals feared. So it was dreams come true and fears realized. I think there were a couple of surprises in, I would say, not so much outcomes, not bottom line outcomes, but in the the music of these decisions, the tonality of the court. I think the majority hung together more than one might have expected. Justice Kennedy was with the the more solidly, perhaps conservative four justices uh, in almost all the important cases. I think that was maybe a bit of a surprise. And the the tone, the aggressiveness of some of the opinions, the, the, the reaching out to invite subsequent challenges and the suggestions that a number of precedents are on very weak legs right now, uh, that was a bit of a surprise. All right, well, let's go over some of the, the more important decisions that, that the court has issued and that you've written about. One of the most high-profile ones, of course, came in the area of school desegregation, striking down plans by Seattle and Louisville. What, what were these school districts doing that the court found unconstitutional? What the opinion by Chief Justice Roberts found unconstitutional, and it's significant that Justice Kennedy, who joined the majority for the result but didn't subscribe to the Chief Justice's analysis, what what the so we'll call it the plurality. What the plurality found unconstitutional was the counting by race in both of these school districts. They they both sought to keep the schools balanced roughly in proportion to the racial makeup of the school districts. And in order to do that, when a student applied to enter a school or transfer to a different school, uh, that request would be accepted or denied based on whether it would or would not unbalance uh, the schools. And uh, the court found that unconstitutional. So the, so the flaw was taking in race into account on decisions about individual students? On an individual basis, that's right, taking account of individuals' race. And it's interesting that both sides...